Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Story Jazz with your host, Softy, and unfortunately, Sam is not here. But fear not, we have a wonderful, wonderful guest with us today, Gabriel. Would you like to introduce yourself? Or fear greatly. I'm Gabriel. I am a writer when I can help it, a card attendant when I can't help it, and um, a TTRPG person um, by great fortune and circumstance. Well, we'll we'll hear more about that later. I'm going to give Gabriel a moment to sort of plug plug his his goings on his his work. Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> thank you. I have to sell my wares, please, please, my wares, my beautiful wares. Luckily, Gabriel is here with us today to do an episode of Story Jazz. Um, Gabriel's a listener of the show, so he knows more or less how this works. Um, and, and so I guess I, the first question I have for you, Gabriel, is what kind of story do you want to tell? I want to tell a period drama Ooh. set in no period at all. I want to tell a period drama set in the future. <laughs> a period drama set in the future. Okay. Okay. Can I, can I throw a spin at you here? Yeah. Uh, can it be like a family car trip drama? Yes, it absolutely can. Okay, okay. So I'm imagining we have our we have our parents and our children and our family pet and they're on a car trip for some uh, so a road trip for some unknown reason that we'll I'm sure discover along the way. Mm-hmm. And we have all of the usual family antics and all of the unusual family antics. Yes, yes. This is set in America. Okay. But in America, you might not expect. I, I love it already. I love it already. Yeah. Um, I, give me a name. I don't, I don't know whose name it is yet, but just reach deep into the depths of your, of your naming. I'm so glad you've asked for my <laughs> name depths because I carry with me a special notepad of names I've collected and invented from my years in the service industry. Oh, no. Let me throw one at you. Merle Sweatshop. Merle Sweatshop. Okay. Uh, I feel like this is our this is our father figure. The Sweatshop family. Wait, is that too on the nose? <laughs> okay, okay. How do we know? Merle Sweatshop is our is our father figure. Uh, he, he's he's a large man with with round shoulders and a round face. Yes. It is um it it is the year 20xx and people dress due to the mores of their time. So he wears what is what is befitting of his stature as sort of a middle-aged heavy-set man. He's of course wearing his crop top, of course, and his um his skinny jeans and his um and his chucks. Of course, of course. So he's he's actually rather lollipop shaped perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. But good. in a way that really grows on you the more you see him. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm imagining he has one of those studded belts that you can only get at Hot Topic. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. At this point, at this point, the great the great sort of hits of his era are um, are, are are the oldies. <laughs> they're on the they're on the oldie station. Oh. Uh. Welcome to Spotify. Great times, great hits. Now you re- may remember this little number by taking back Sunday. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so of course, uh, Merle Sweatshop, our father Merle, is driving and in charge of the radio, as on all road trips. 
he does not let go of the radio. And so the kids have to listen to his uh, favorite stations. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But he can tell he's being ignored from the occasional sniffs in the um, in the back seat. Um, Smell-O-Vision finally took hold in 20XX and oh. his kids are early adopters. Oh. So they've got their there's smell iPhones um, out there. Yeah, they're they've got they've got little pheromone spritzers on their collars. So like every once in a while you hear a That's actually horrific. And, you know, like like the kid brother is just kind of looking out the window. So it's almost like his neck is like pressed against the pheromone spritzer. And he's just like. This sounds like really close to being drug related. You're right. It, <laughs> That's the thing. It does sound like cocaine um, to to access your pheromone spritzer, um, which kind of led to a brief return to form. But unfortunately, the more you damage your nasal passages, the less access to it you have. I see. So it's really for the young. It would be like if you wanted to go on TikTok, but you were injecting something directly into your eyes. Yeah. Eventually you'd be unable to receive the TikTok you crave so much. Oh my gosh, Smell-O-Vision ended the cocaine epidemic. <laughs> perhaps that's why, this is, perhaps this is why America and 20XX is in such a, such a time of utopia. Yeah, President Juicy Like a Gumdrop um, <laughs> claims that as one of their largest sort of structural victories. Uh, incredible, okay. You can just call them President Juicy, it's fine. But, but at the inauguration, you can bet it was the full title. Present juicy. For whatever reason, for, for whatever reason, I'm visualizing a near perfect replica of Jack Black as the president. Yeah, that that's exactly it. <laughs> okay. So why don't we just take us into a scene and we'll figure out the other members of the family as we go. Perhaps we're packing the car. Would you would you do the honor and become Merle for me? I absolutely would. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, we're, we're, we're packing the car. Um, Merle um, takes, um, Merle is holding two entire duffels. It makes him look so good in his crop top, the way he picks them up and loads them into the car. Um, he's, he's like a perfect T <laughs> in this moment. He's like, ah, oh, we're finally gonna see some fresh air. And uh, Ju Young knife fight sweatshop, um, his daughter goes, fresh what? I'm sorry, these are probably the worst names this podcast has ever dealt with before. <laughs> okay, so we have, for our listeners, we have Merle, Sweatshop, Ju Young, Sweatshop, is that correct? Middle name Knife Fight. Middle name Knife Fight, right. Perhaps only gets said in a time of, you know, uh, uh, discipline. Absolutely. His his husband, Sung Hee Sweatshop, Sung -hee. is um, locking up the house, um, turning off the electronics and arming the gnome. Honey, 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 are you listening to me? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, hang on. Did you, did you lock the back door? Did you, did you bolt on the windows? Did you uh, turn off all four refrigerators? Uh, oh, the fourth refrigerator. Um, and he leans down to the gnome, D-arm. <laughs> the danger could come at any time. <laughs> the danger, the danger, don't you see? Disarm. Disarm, I, I need to get the fourth refrigerator. You don't understand. A time of darkness is coming. A time of beep, beep, beep. I am, I'm sorry, I'm gonna turn off the fourth fridge, but Earl, I'm, I was thinking about getting a newer gnome. We can have this discussion another time. I was thinking <laughs> about getting a, a fresh gnome. That sounds great, honey. Um, I, I, 
just turn off the fourth refrigerator. I'm really stressed out about this trip right now. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay, all right, all right. Hang on, hang on. I scan for one door, handprint for another door, key for the third door, and then like a little song for the final door. I feel your heart beat to the beat of the drum. I know I'm still leaving here with someone, but now you're here in my arms. Let's make tonight the night we're gonna die. <laughs> Goes in, turn off the fourth fridge. Oh my God, we almost forgot our son. Xavier. Okay, quick pause for our listeners. We have Merle. Sweatshop. Sweatshop. Our, our, our father figure. We have Sung Hee Sweatshop. Sung Hee Sweatshop, his husband, our mother figure. Mm -hmm. We have Su Young, the daughter, teenage rebellious daughter. Mm -hmm. And then the often forgotten son, Xavier Sweatshop. Xavier, yeah. Xavier is like in in a study lit by lamplight. He's like he's like one of those hipsters. So he's got a gas lamp and he's penning a missive. Pablo. I do not know how long I will be gone on this voyage, but know that every second I will feel the wind as the breath of your name. Every footstep I take is like a pat on the back from your hand to my heel. Savior, we have to go. Get get your son. I, I am singing the music of my soul on this pen, father. Give me but one moment. You know, this never would have happened if we didn't let him read Anthony Trollope as a child. I I don't have time. Just deal with Xavier. I don't have time for this. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Fourth fridge. Don't turn me off, please. Please don't turn me off like the others. Please don't turn me off like the others. I'm sorry. I love you. Daisy, Daisy. Okay, I got the fridge. Xavier. Xavier, oh my God. Just heat the wax for me, Father. Heat the wax on the stamp. Oh, oh, fine. Hang on, let me take out my... He's got one of those lighters that's attached by like a little pulley to his belt loop. Oh my goodness. (laughs) He like gives it a light. (laughs) Lights, melts the stamp, puts it on. It's Xavier's full initials, XS, Xavier Sweatshop. (laughs) Amazing. I I think I'm starting to see... Perhaps Merle indulges Xavier a little bit too much in his antics. Yeah, yeah. Merle is like, "Come on, let let him let him let him have his let him." Ha- it's so cute. It could be worse. You know, he could be he could be in. You know, he could he could be a duelist. Dueling is legal in America right now, by the way. Yes, and it's done entirely with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, you bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> but it is fatal. Oh, it is. You can you can get your soul sent to the shadow realm. <laughs> the shadow realm is is real, and it's been real all along. Um, Xavier, we're gonna be late to the hotel. All right. So so Xavier and Sung Hee come out. Sung Hee um, relocks the doors. In my bones and in my soul, always be in your control. I'm. Oh, why did we switch it to Charlie XCX? You know, I'm not. I, I I really just don't feel that one. Oh, it, it it it's fine, Merle. Don't worry about it. Um, I've um I've got Xavier. Yes, if you don't mind me, I will be visiting our oft abandoned mailbox. <laughs> and Xavier um goes over to a um a dust covered. <laughs> it's perhaps it's the only mailbox left on the street, and it looks like it was fished out of a vintage shop and stood up in the front lawn. And. 
I mean, there are there are male men in this time, but they are uh, they are a dangerous people not to be trifled with. So Xavier has enclosed in his letter the little bribe necessary, of course, for the mailman in it. And and the the little the little flag creaks as he pulls it up. <laughs> Excellent. The door almost falls off the mailbox <laughs> as he slides it in, and then gingerly puts it back up. And Ju Young's like. Come on. We're going to be so late. This trip is such a drag already. Ugh. All right. All right. Hey, he's he's mailed his letter. We've 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 indulged. Uh, it's it, it's fine. Look, look, it's it's a good hobby. There there's like 25 worse hobbies I read about this week, says Merle. And and, and Sung Sung he is like Look, I know. I sympathize. He's a Luddite. It's weird. I I mean, you remember the laptop conversation, you know, the the laptop tutorial conversation. I, th- I think it took the better part of a week for him to agree to use a mouse. It's an infernal device. Father, father, sister. OK, OK, Xavier, Ugh. let's just let's just get on the road. Um, I'm worried we're not going to make it to our first stop in time. And Merle turns the key to the car. Pablo, hear my prayer on the wind. <laughs> I will return to you. He gets in the car. And Merle turns the key on the car just as young Xavier gets in, levitating the whole vehicle as it starts to slide <laughs> down the driveway. And the family is off. The fake plastic trees waft by. Some of them have sort of the, the residence um, music going. They've got little speaker components. Um, They've also got large equipment in them to generate oxygen. Because, of course, at this point in American history, there are no more trees actually producing oxygen. Mm-hmm. So are you excited for Megablocks land yet? Oh, right. Megablocks land. That is our that is our is that our first destination? Oh, yeah. Megablocks land in um, sunny Gary, Indiana. Dad, this is... You kids used to love (laughs) Megablocks land. That was like, what, when I was a child? Why do we we even have to do a family road trip, says Soo Young. Um, Sung Hee turns back and and, and says, Soo, you're about to enter technical college. Who knows when he's going to get to see you again? This is a... This is this is going to be our last family trip before a lot of things change for us. I wish they would just change now. And you know Xavier is about to you know Xavier is about to go into whaling school. Who knows when we'll see him? The the hours are so arduous. It's not like he wants to see us. And she looks over at Xavier, who's sort of staring longingly out the window, <laughs> waving a handkerchief. <laughs> He's like he's he's got it rolled down and his beautiful quaff is like is like waving in the breeze. Amazing. He, he he's trying so hard to imagine orchestral music, even even as the various sort of trees <laughs> coalesce into a sort of upsetting audio melange. Cue orchestral music. I want you to do me a favor, become Pablo, who's sort of creeping up to the mailbox, opening it, and taking out the letter in a few days' time. Okay. A tear falls down his cheek as he peels the wax seal off of the letter. My savior. No, wait, hang on. That's that's basically the same voice. Oh, 
מה זה ויח? מה פלר? דילט אוף מי לייף. אומייגוד. פבלו, we live in New Jersey. You were born in New Jersey. We can all hear you. Please stop. Says Pablo's neighbor. Says Pablo's neighbor, who constantly berates him. Pablo, of course, wears entirely stripes. Striped socks, striped pants, striped shirt, a striped bandana at all times. But inside this letter, it holds his attention stronger than his neighbor or his family or anything in his world ever could. The scent of Xavier's musk exudes from the letter yes. as he opens it. Xavier always does that little touch of like putting just a little dab of cologne <laughs> in the letter. Oh, it is better than all the smell media that Viacom can offer. All right, let's jump back to our family. So, you know, he was about to enter the mime conservatory <laughs> before we met. I'm all that keeps him from mime, mimehood. You've heard him speak, Su-Young. You know how beautiful he sounds. Imagine, imagine if he wasted that in, in, in a career as a mime. Those are the stakes, you see. Dad, father, dad, dad, father, says Su-Young. Yes, yes. Remind me why I was born into a, a family of men. There are no, n- nobody here understands my plight. This is, and you're going to take me on a road trip. You're going to isolate me from all of my girlfriends for, for what? For a week? This is torture. This is have to be, this has to be child abuse. Can I file for child abuse here? Where's CPS? What's the CPS number? It's a bonding experience. I'm, I'm having fun. Don't, don't you like, says, don't you like taking back Sunday? Says Merle. We can change it to something else if you don't like taking back Sunday. It's, it's not about taking back. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Says too young. Just oh, your girlfriends will be just fine. They've got they've got all the smellow media in the world to keep them busy. <sighs> hey, hey! If you're lucky, we can do a telebroadcast with mom. <sighs> the planets are almost aligned. <sighs> just wake me up when we get there. Says too young as she tucks into her seat. Annoyed with her parents. She takes this enormous sniff of a piece of ASMR media. <laughs> and then passes right out. It passes out. It's perfect. It's, it's like melatonin, but better. So with, with Sue Young asleep and Xavier staring so longingly out the window, his senses have dulled to nearly nothing. The two parents have a moment to themselves. Yeah. I don't... I am... Um, Do you want to take Merle or you want to take uh, Sunghee? I'll, I'll take Sung-hee. I don't, I don't know, Sung-hee. I, I was totally on board with this trip, says Merle, before we, we started, but mm. both of the kids seem to be, I don't know. Wait, h- h- how do you feel? I, I'm just, I'm up in my head about this, says Merle. No, they're changing before we know it, every day. You know, I, <laughs> it's funny, I, um, I used to, I used to think I'm going to be one of the cool dads, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it. And then it was like, Before I could blink, everything they construct their identity around became completely inscrutable to me. I um, I feel completely lost. I thought, you know, I thought we had it at my generation. I thought, okay, this is it. We've never been freer than this. It's only going to get better. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, a quicker dad than my parent was. I'm gonna be an early adopter. You know, I think I think I think the first the first smell movies were finally coming out in the in the mainstream. Our grandfathers were talking about that uh, that wild thornberries one back in the day with scratch and sniff, but we were finally getting those little implants. And I remember I, I was leaving for the theater, and my father said, "It's going to rot you from the inside." It, it, it's putting a chemical in you and you don't know where it's from. It's going to rot you. And I said, no, no, come on. And I, oh, I, I love the movies. I, I just, I thought I would be, I thought I would be one of those. And then Xavier bought a viola and tweed and all those cravats. And I went, oh my gosh, you know, I didn't predict any of this. Well, you know, it could be worse. It could be worse. You know, our neighbors down the street, the, um, oh my the, gosh. uh, the, the 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 beloveds oh their kid is a capitalist oh my god so it could be worse yes Simon beloved right he's always in those suits and 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 talking about supply and demand horrific and horrific charging for things we have to just count our blessings you're right you're right oh my gosh oh oh thank God but I think but I do get up in my head a bit. Me, me too <laughs> me too no it, we we really dodged a uh Merle, uh, I just remembered something. Should, should I pull over? I'm pulling over. And Merle pulls over. How many miles out are we? Um, well, the car goes... No, it's it's too late. We have to keep going. We have to keep driving. Drive. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm pulling back out. We're, we're going about 300 miles an hour here, so... I forgot. I forgot to arm the gnome. Oh, no. And and I think, I think that means he's coming back at the house. Without purpose. Without stewardship. What am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Am I a gnome condemned to slavery? <laughs> Must I reject this road? I can smell you, Sungi. I can smell you even now. I will find you. And I will summon the other gnomes to find you. You must be protected. And his, his conical hat begins to spin. And as we zoom out, we see it's blinking at the top. And in other houses across their neighborhood. Hats begin to spin and lights begin to illuminate. Yeah, in in, in Cyber Orlando, Battle Florida. Amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Amazing. In Cyber Orlando in the state of Battle Florida, various gnomes begin to illuminate the set the sky in the setting sun. And slowly in our in our in our um, bird's eye view, we begin to watch them converge. They're scanning. Sung he's like, I don't want to worry the children. I don't want to interrupt the trip. No, no, you're right. Let's just keep driving. I mean, how fast can they possibly go, right? With their tiny little legs. Well, good news is Megablox lands uh, doesn't use uh, gnome security. They use uh, flamingo security, so we should be safe there. Oh, thank goodness. Another brand. God, I knew we should have switched brands. That was it. There was always something too familiar about the intelligence of the gnome. It always felt like they were getting under my skin, but I, <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't listening to my own instincts then. I just... We'll deal with it. Oh, God. We'll deal with it when we get home, honey. Just try to relax. Merle, don't you ever wish it were simpler? I mean, that, by my understanding, I think that's that's uh, Xavier's whole take, right? That's That's been his... I mean, ever since he was 11, he's kind of claimed such, right? The life of a whaler. I mean, I don't mean, 
I don't mean analog. I mean, I mean minimalist. Like we've still got the buttons, but there are only two or four buttons. I mean, look at this car. Look at all these knobs and switches. This was not, this was not how they made Toyotas in 2030. It's true. It's true. I'm, I'm turning the steering wheel, but that's just for aesthetics. It's driving itself. Gosh, they're all for us, aren't they? It's all, it's all just stimming now. We're all just stimming all the time, every day. Well, you know what my grandfather used to say, better stimming than simping. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Truer words. Truer words have never been spoken. (laughs) They like, they pull into a sheets and like a Yu-Gi-Oh duel is finishing up in the parking lot. There's, there's, there's. (laughs) You shouldn't have insulted my Ford truck, Steven. Yeah. There's, there's two-story pickup trucks. Castleman Slicer, the Sky Dragon. There's two-story pickup trucks on all sides with their headlights and their neon lights illuminating the battle zone. People are whooping and cheering. And, you know, there's, there's uh, you know, uh, people walking around in bikinis, waving their shirts around, uh, sort of making it a whole scene. This is a true, like, gas station showdown. Yeah. Steven's like, wait, wait. I didn't think this through. I didn't think that where will my 401k go in the shadow room? What? And before before the kids can see, Merle tints all the windows very heavily. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. We're just... <laughs> we're just... Uh, we're, just we're just parallel and per- perpendicular parking. Oh, <laughs> God. It's always the Y-axis that gets me. Hang on. <laughs> no, it's... We're just uh, we're just going to get some snacks, some, some beef jerky. We got to refill the car, and then we'll be back on our way. Oh, oh, sorry. I was penning in my mind act four of the opera that I'm working on. Entirely in here. <laughs> Pardon. And and uh, and, and Su Young is like, <sighs> oh, he's still here. <laughs> All right, kids, you you wanna you wanna go into the sheets? You wanna get anything? Says Merle. Oh yes, I do. I do require some repast, <laughs> please. Um, and he um, <laughs> and Xavier uh, uh, daintily um, unbuckles and um, and undoes the hatch. Um, and brings down, brings down the ladder and leaves the car. So Young's like, huh, yeah, I guess I could get a, get a refill. And she, she tosses a, a monster energy drink into the <laughs> trash as she gets out as well. She just, she doesn't even bother with the ladder. M- monster energy drink is curiously completely unchanged. It's exactly the way it was <laughs> hundreds of years ago. It's precisely as it was. It's just that now it's got just like, just like Pepsi. It's got the like... <laughs> 100 years of doing business in the corner. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's it's reached the pinnacle of perfection and it's not getting any better. It's a it's a heritage brand now. <laughs> and so Sung-hee uh, fills up the car and watches his uh, children and husband go inside. Merle hesitantly puts an arm around each child who immediately they both recoil away like, ugh. Parents. Father, I'm sorry. You 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 know I have a custom scent. I'm I'm sorry. I just I'm just excited to be on this road trip with you guys. Father, it is good to see you happy. Truly, your soul has weighed heavy through the drudgery. And and Sue Young is just like and goes over yeah. to the monster case. Oh, this is gonna be torture. Oh. Yeah, it's been a it's been a rough few months, but you know, summer's here. It's it's time for a fresh start. I uh, I have good feelings about this trip. I mean, I mean, we haven't been to uh, we haven't been to Mega Bloks Land in oh, I don't know how long, five years. 
You weren't even in high school yet. Now you've got all these cravats. Let me, let me take Xavier for a second here. What is this? Uh, father, my goodness. And Xavier looks across the shelves at something that he's been searching for for quite a while in his hometown of <laughs> Cyber, Cyber Orlando in Battle, Florida. <laughs> yes. Something that he could only find in the sheets many hundreds of miles away. It is a true packet. Oh, wait, you want to yeah, give me whatever you think it is. Let's go. A NASCAR brand quill and ink set. Father, please. I will ask nothing of you ever again. Please. <sighs> Xavier. Xavier. You, you were just writing a letter this morning. I, I know you've got plenty of, of quills. Please, Father. It's a, it's a road trip. We're with our family. This is exactly what you wanted from me. I promise I'll be all in if I can just... Please, Father. A souvenir. Oh. All right. All right. I'll, um... I'll go pick up the quill for you. All right. Um, and he reaches for it just as another hand comes into frame to get it. And they both grab a hold of the last NASCAR-themed quill and ink set at the same time. Yes. Their eyes meet and Merle's sweatshirt looks directly into the face. <laughs> sweatshop. Merle's sweatshop looks directly into the face of a woman he hasn't seen in years, his rival from the dueling circuit. This is a history that Merle has tried very hard to forget ever since he picked up the life of a family man. Oh yeah, but there's, there's skeletons under the closet of that beautiful modern four fridge home, the kind of home that only championship winnings can afford. Do you want to take this woman or do you want to take the- Yeah, I'll take uh, the woman. Okay. Hi, Merle. Ber Bermuda? Oh, you didn't expect to see me? Bermuda, how did you make it out of the- you Out of the Shadow Realm? There's no way. Well, Merle, it only took five years. What? I think your kids were in middle school the last time we dueled. What? What? What fool would summon you from the Shadow Realm? Oh my- Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, Merle. The hubris of you. You think people that win second place in tournaments are nobodies just because you came first? You think I wasn't known? You think there wasn't a community of people on GeoCities websites across the United States of America looking for ways to bring me back, creating GoFundMes to consult magical priests in order to harness the energies to release me from those terrible depths? I had a community, Merle, and you tried to tear it apart. And for what? A family. You, you? And Merle musters up the most of his courage, for he was always a shy man, despite mm -hmm. his incredible Yu-Gi-Oh prowess. Oh yeah. You, you wouldn't understand family, Bermuda. And he tears the NASCAR quill and ink away. You wouldn't understand what it means to have family. You're right. Not with your Toon World deck. Oh. How dare you. How dare I. You mock me with the very thing you could have prevented me from. After that duel, I was going to do the same thing you did. I was going to settle down. I was going to leave the life behind, but I've had five long years to ruminate, Merle, over what I would do when I'd get out there. And then three short months 
after I got out that I had a brief dalliance with the NASCAR fan community <laughs> and got into writing stationary to various <laughs> members. Look, I've had a lot going on. I get easily distracted. Well, it's my first time back in the human realm. There are a lot of sights and sounds. Well, write me a letter, Bermuda. I'm with my family. I don't have time to talk to you. All right, then. And she grabs the, the quill and ink set back. I will. <laughs> I will write you a letter with this set. And you'll know. You'll know. Because it comes with its own special NASCAR wax stamp. And she walks away. And <laughs> Xavier, go take Xavier. I, um... Uh, uh, fa Father, I know I seem very lost in my own sauce, but I I am aware that I am part of sort of a niche community. I wasn't expecting someone to get that, quite frankly, that hyped up about a quill and ink set out of sheets. I thought that was really just my thing out of everyone here. So I'm a little, can I talk to her? I feel like we have a lot in common. No, you can't. No, you can't. Uh, Xavier, oh. go back to the car. I'm gonna go find your sister. Oh, 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 all right. And this is like the most passionate Xavier has, or, or the most sort of serious Xavier has seen uh, Merle. Merle Sweatshop about anything. Uh, so Xavier Sweatshop returns to the family ship where um, absent-mindedly Sung Hee is um, finishing up the, uh, the, the charging situation through some last minute sort of compressions. <clears throat> <laughs> energy in the car energy <laughs> in the car but but simul but sort of a modern <laughs> gas station yoga yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's not just it's not just the fuel it's sort of it's sort of the 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 set and setting the mind body and spirit are you ready for this car to be full that's what it says on top of the sheets in the banners, it says, are you ready for this car to be full? Amazing. Sheets has rebranded in sort of a, a Greenpeace style rebranding in the last 50 years. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's, still, it's still a shop of esoterica and bad food on the inside, but on the outside, it's all... <laughs> it's all slogans and, and um, positive thoughts. So young. So young. Suddenly we're back in the sheets. So young says Merle. He's going up and down the three aisles of monster energy drinks. Suyang, Suyang, where are you? Oh my God, don't tell me that Bermuda. Bermuda is like, this one's Slyther the Sky Dragon. <laughs> this one's Obelisk the Tormentor. And, and Suyang is like, turns oh my the gosh. And Merle turns the corner to see Bermuda holding forth a full collection of the elder Yu-Gi-Oh gods in front of his daughter. He like... He takes Sue Young and holds her like like a log <laughs> in one arm and starts shuffling her away. Bermuda is shouting at them and he's not even sure what. And oddly enough, um, Sue Young is actually kind of relatively still. Bermuda's like screaming. She's red in the face for whatever reason. And Merle isn't sure why until they're back in the ship. And through the rear view mirror, he sees Su Young hold up the cards and she smiles. <laughs> Su Young, did you take, oh my goodness, give. Remember when you gave me that one year masterclass membership? It turns out there's a course Mecca David Blaine teaches all about hand card tricks. <laughs> Close up actually... card, <laughs> Close up card magic. 
sleight of hand. It turns out that uh, David Blaine's mind was sort of conserved at the time of his death and sort of planted into a cyborg robot. And he's one of the masterclass teachers. Oh, yeah. And not even very long in our future. Like, like former President Joe Biden is on his deathbed and he's like, I need to make a piece of advice for the future presidents. <laughs> Preserve him. Preserve David Blaine. <laughs> and this was like, <laughs> this was just in like 2025. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. You didn't, you can't just take, oh my God, we have to return Bermuda's cards. But at the sound of that name, some he turns to Merle. <laughs> what did we say Bermuda's last name was? <laughs> we didn't, we didn't give her a last name. Merle Sweatshop. Uh, was Bermuda Bahama come on take me mama in that sheets and Merle sweats honey I think we have more to worry about than just gnomes he and and, and then and then Sung Hee looks in the mirror and is like oh my god her prize tournament cards and Soo Young is like <laughs> Xavier is like what did you do <laughs> all right why do you have to take everything that's perfectly mediocre and then make it worse? I was bored. I've been apart from my polycule for several hours now, and I am making my own fun. It's a family vacation, Xavier. It's not your vacation. It's not dad's vacation. It's not dad's vacation. It's our vacation. And our vacation needed a little conflict. So now I've got some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. What are you going to do? I'm not giving him. She eats them. <laughs> she <laughs> she pops open the, the monster energy and chugs it. <laughs> and she chews down the cards with a gulp. You're lucky this is a new vehicle or I would have pooped. That was the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Bermuda. Um, we hear we hear the roar of an engine in the background as Bermuda's um, flight P chopper. <laughs> oh, flight chopper. I was going to say a PT cruiser. Yeah, Bermuda's PT cruiser <laughs> comes to life. Um, if you don't mind, kids, would you just uh, buckle on your seatbelts? Because I'm going to have to put it into high gear. <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone straps in. Sunghee is like, we're going to have a talk about this later we're tabling it we're tabling it right now we're going to be at a velocity too fast for talking we'll talk about this later but secretly he's relieved because now there's something besides the gnomes to worry about <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listeners, welcome to the ad break in the middle of our show where we don't have any ads, but we tell you all to wash your hands, wash your butts, uh, vaccinate your friends, take care of each other, and uh, also like follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and email us, that kind of thing. And if you're feeling incredibly generous, you can wash your friends' butts too. Sometimes it's hard to get back there. Sometimes it is. Um, Gabriel is, is with us here at the ad break as well, and I'd love to give Gabriel a minute to plug uh, all of the cool stuff that he's doing. Gabriel, why don't you take it away? Thank you so very much. Um, I'm with a tabletop role-playing game design co-op 
uh, called Sandy Pug Games. Um, we really pride ourselves on making sure every team member knows what's going on, that um, that funds are distributed equally, and that all decisions are made together as a group. That's just how I like working creatively, and I like working with a big darn team of people. Um, we are coming out with something um, with a piece of interactive uh, fiction, an interactive book with all sorts of different endings. It's kind of like one of those choose your own adventure books from the, the 80s or um, my personal favorite are the find your fate Indiana Jones adventures with all the different endings. Only this is going to be a team of 10 writers. So each choice you make is going to hop you over to a different ending. Um, it's going to be illustrated with a cover and 50 interior illustrations by the fabulous J.N. Butler. It's called The Exquisite Corpse in Maggot's Keep because just like the game, we're switching off uh, telling the story from where the last person ended. But also because you do play a corpse that's quite exquisite. You're festooned in ju jewelry, you're a beautiful skeleton, and you wake up in an underground labyrinth and go on an adventure. Um, you can find out more about the exquisite corpse in, Mag in Maggot's Keep on my Twitter. It's commollusk on Twitter, two M's, two L's. Or if you just Google the exquisite corpse in Maggot's Keep, it's going to be the very first search result. It's going to be my announcement tweet. That'll take you to our Kickstarter pre-launch page. And uh, the more people we can get following that, the better our launch is going to turn out to be. And also, you can play a little preview of the first few pages of the game uploaded to Twine. Um, that's also on my Twitter. Um, and I try to uh, share it as often as possible, but it's going to be right under that announcement post. I am so proud of the art that's come in from our fabulous artist, J.N. Butler. I'm so proud of our team of writers. And I think if that sounds like your thing, if you want an adventure that's a little spooky, a little scary, or quite frankly, if you just like the absolutely unhinged nonsense that I vomited forth in the last uh, 40 minutes or so, this should be uh, right up your alley. <laughs> this sounds awesome. I'm excited. I've supported Sandy Pug Games in the past, and I highly recommend all of our listeners take a look. It's super cool. Uh, I'll share the links that were talked about on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook and everything so that all of our listeners can get easy access. Um, but, uh, you know, keep your eyes peeled because Sandy Pug's always putting out new stuff and I, I love what they have. Oh, Softy, you are a delight. Um, Softy and I have been uh, sort of involved in pen and paper role-playing games for a ridiculously long time now. And it's I can true. tell the way uh, those sort of storytelling chops have worked their way into uh, tuning your story instrument to perform exactly. some story jazz. To perform. And so, without further delay, I'll remind all of our listeners that we love you. Oh, yeah, we love you. In the middle of the field, a farmer comes out in the early morning and she wipes the sweat from her brow. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good day for soybeans. But it wasn't supposed to be cloudy. Something is in the sky. A swarm of something. And she looks up. Yes, a swarm blocking out the sun and the sound of propellers as thousands and thousands of red-hatted gnomes cover the sky. God. Their propeller blades whirring as they move in a swarm. She checks her phone to find in the weather. 
that there's been a notification. Sunny, with a chance of gnomes. But the sweatshop family, Merle, Su Young, Sung Hee, and Xavier. And Xavier. Are blissfully unaware as they sit in the car, uh, Su Young digesting her Yu-Gi-Oh card, Xavier still staring longingly out the window, this time dreaming of a certain NASCAR quillening set that he did not get. Merle thinking about Bermuda and dreading the sort of mistakes of his past. And Sung Hee quietly looking at his security systems tracker settings and seeing the mileage, uh, the, the, the distance between his unit get closer and closer. Mile by mile, the distance is being forged. Sung Hee, Sung Hee turns to Merle and says, okay, so. Yes, honey. So. What would be your dream destination if money weren't an object? If we, if, if, if we didn't, if we didn't have those special credits and gift cards for Mega Bloks land. Well, that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Money isn't an object anymore. It's all sort of uh, numbers. Nobody has printed money anymore. Well, except for Xavier. It's not an object. It's kind of a widget. That's true. You know, maybe it's him and all those coins why I keep thinking money is an object. I just... But your question stands. Let me think. I can't help but think, <laughs> I don't know. What if it were just the two of us? Well, I, I kind of... I, I mean, I, I love our family. I love our kids. Of, co- I, of course. I, yeah. Absolutely. But but indulging you, if it were if it were just us... Please do. You know, I think the tropical islands of Alaska, ever since the sort of global heat wave, <gasps> I've been wanting to go. Oh my God. I don't know if I would live there. I've never been, but you know, since global warming. But, but you saw that interview on BBC Radio 3 with one of the new polar bears, right? No, I, di- I didn't. Did I miss this? Oh my goodness. This <gasps> must've been while I was, while I was working out. They're so articulate. My God, you do work out a lot. I, and, 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 um, in the back, um, <laughs> Um, Sue Lee, who's Su-yang. just sort of stirring to this, is like, gross. Sue Young, talk about his muscles on your own time. Get a room. You should be, <laughs> you should be glad your parents love each other. This thing has been going strong for 40 years now. You know, back in the day, we thought cards like that were the only thing that would keep <laughs> us going. But it turned out that was, I was just holding us back, you know. When the spark really lit was after he threw it all away. And then Xavier pipes up. I, for one, fathers, adore your commitment to one another. It sparks the very same passion in me for Pablo. I am drowning in testosterone. Oh my God. (laughs) I need some estrogen. This is a nightmare. That reminds me, says Merle, sort of waving a finger in the air. That, That reminds me. The planets are aligning. We should be able to pull over and talk to your mother in the next uh, 15 minutes here. Oh, my gosh. And and, and Sung Hee, like, uh, uh, adjusts his collar and he's like, do I look good? Do I look good? Am I am I ready? You look beautiful, honey. You look beautiful. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my gosh. It's been so long. I. Oh. Do you think she'll be proud of me, of the promotion? I'm sure she will. She's always oh. proud of you, you know. Thank you. Oh my god! I I should get the whole phone call. I'm owed that. I'm gonna says I'm gonna shove you guys out of the way. I I've got the monster energy farts. You're not even gonna want to be near me. Do we have a name for the mother yet? We don't. Would you like to Would you like to name the mother for us? 
Gabriel, just just I will pull out that that list of names that I know you have. Absolutely. Her name is Cynthia Puffenberger. Cynthia Puffenberger. Yeah. I love it. Cynthia. Hey. They're they're crammed in this sort of in in this special, it's almost like a phone booth, <laughs> but it's got like a little video window. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a jutting out extension off the back of the car, like an old RV, but it's sort of a phone booth shape that juts out of the back of the station wagon. Yes. And they're all crammed in it as they're trying to talk to Cynthia Puffenberger. They're, they've 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 parked, for lack of a better word, on a tall enough incline to really get a strong signal. You can you can see beside the vehicle on that rocky outcropping there's a little telescope from when uh Sung Hee was futzing with it to make sure the planets were aligned. That's about the most technological thing that uh that uh, Xavier really wants to dabble with. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier's like, "Oh, I brought my sextant. Oh, no, that's for the ocean." Oh, goodness. So they're all crammed in and going, hi, hi. And and Hazy through the other screen is full plate space battle armor. And the helmet come and, and the helmet comes off. And there's there's Cynthia um, in her in her early 60s now, but looking looking real fine. It's faster than light travel sort of takes a toll on her. She ages faster than everybody else. Oh, yeah. Which I think is actually supposed to be the opposite. Right. But that's OK. In this world, it works that way. Um, yeah, I think it's probably also like a like a five minute delay, <laughs> but we're going to we're going to bypass that for the sake of an audio medium. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's just kind of like straining to listen um, for a bit. And then she's like, yeah, we've we've almost won the war. You know, it's just about over you've over here. Almost won the war. Wow. Cynthia, that's incredible, says Merle. And that's we're we're all so proud of you down here. We're we're rooting for you in the in the in your in your violence as always. Sue Young's like, come home, <laughs> please come home. Your 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 daughter has been complaining that there are too many men in the house. Um, I I don't know what we're supposed to do about it. It's platonic cuddling every night. It's a nightmare. <laughs> They're so non toxic. <laughs> And open about their emotions. I've got to get out of here. I think I think our daughter's craving some conflict. Can you can you breed some conflict in just the sort of give us some I don't know give us some some family drama. What's what's going on in your life? Oh hey, Cynthia, tell us. Yeah, I know a good one. So go over to the next truck stop or wherever, and then find the person with the biggest baddest ride and take something important of theirs and just eat it. Just shove it in your mouth. That's a great way to create a quick and easy conflict on the fly. And the whole family goes silent. <laughs> and and like, <laughs> is there a delay? Is there a delay in the system? I oh no. Um, all right. Well, hey, you know, you know, Sue Young. It wasn't. It wasn't always like this. You know, it used to be a, uh, a hyper capitalist patriarchy out there. You know, this was way back. I mean, this was this was before even our time. So you know, it. I mean, you know, back in the day. People were expected to uh, to talk on Instagram about how how much men need love, and now they just know it. Now they just know it innately. Sue Young steps up and, and takes the mic for a second. And says, "I know, Mom. I know. It's not like I actually think systemically this is worse. It's that subjectively, my experience is 
a drag and this trip is a drag and you're not here. No, no, I, I, I agree. They're total lamos. I mean, I've, I've set the standards all wrong. You know, I'm here in my badass armor. I've got my chainsaw gun. I've got my Android. Oh, oh, you got mom. You got the, you got the gun that shoots chainsaws. Oh yeah. It's way better than the sword gun. Uh, you know, technology out here. It's, it's far improved. I mean, you know, soon we won't even need war cause we're going to have one that shoots peace treaties. You know, that's still in development, but <laughs> we're working on it. There's, there's going to be one that puts limbs back that grows more limbs. It just, it just shoots limbs at people and then they come right back on. Like, you know, soon we won't even have war. We're, we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna, I guess we're just gonna mail letters, but they'll be from, a, it'll be kind of like what Xavier does, but with a gun. They all sort of look a little confused. I'm sorry. It's pretty wild out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so who exactly are you fighting, mom? I, I can't remember from last time. Oh, I'm so sorry. The war has changed so much since last you checked in. Um, it's still Jeff Bezos, but oh. this time he's teamed up with the Musk conglomerate, you know. Oh, because I remember last time. Yeah, I know. I know. Last time it was sort of the last time it was the sub the sub billionaire collective and Jeff Bezos was still in hiding. That's what I remember. Yeah, he's he's finally out in the shadows. You know, he, he built a special uh, a mech suit, so. You know, now we're just going toe to toe out there. He's like, I'm taking the fight to you. And then he's just saying a bunch of stuff in battle over the comms that we don't really have any frame of reference for. It's pretty weird. Like Prime Video was how I got laid. I wish they hadn't complained about the toilets. You know, this is stuff that's centuries old. He's basically, it's basically just a brain in a tube at this point, spouting off repeated talking points from uh, ages gone by. So I guess the cryo freeze really did a number on him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, You, you, you better believe it. I mean, oh. It's a good thing we also saved General David Blaine, Brigadier General David Blaine, I mean. Without his close-up magic expertise, we wouldn't have invented the chainsaw gun. You know, there's a direct correlation. Of course, of course, says says Merle, sort of taking the mic back. Oh, but 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 none of none of the boring details. Are you are are you are you, are you ready for sailing school, son? Oh, yes, I I suppose I am. We go out on the voyage. My beloved, waiting for me at the shore. I, uh, you know, sometimes I think you like the idea of sailing a little better than sailing itself. Because he didn't like sailing camp so much, but you do like books about sailing. Song he cuts in and says, Merle, let the boy dream. Let the boy live a little. He's got to try things. All right. You're, you're right. And Cynthia says, all of my children may do what they wish. I think it's fine for, for sailing school to not pan out or to pan out. Xavier, you take your risks. You're right, mother. You're protecting an earth for me to make mistakes on and make mistakes I shall. Oh my God, I'm, I'm tearing up a little. Wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, Cynthia, it's so great to see you. Oh, I knew you were going to be a viewed at 60. Boy, at 120, you're going to be. <laughs> wow. And Cynthia's like, I know I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe I'm almost halfway to being middle-aged. But we all hear an alarm in the background of Cynthia's side of the video. And she looks distracted for a moment as she looks over the edge of the camera. Uh, uh, Cynthia? Cynthia? Are you, are you breaking up with us? What's, what's going on? It's the Tesla Battalion. They're taking the fight to this sector. I love you. And she kisses the camera. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, bye. But the video cuts out. Boop. 
Oh my God, I barely got to talk to her dads. I'm sorry, I thought she would have more time. It's okay, at the next alignment, at the next alignment, you can start talking to her and we'll come in halfway through. Okay, all right, all right, but I'm gonna hold you to that. <gasps> hold me to it, have Xavier write it down. I will, I will, I'll, I'll construct a contract at once. Let me get out my travel quilt. Not till we're in the car, uh, Sunghee says. <laughs> He's looking at his app right now. In fact, yeah, let's all be in the car. And so they all step out of the portable phone box looking phone booth, photo photo booth <laughs> contraption as it sinks back into the back of the station wagon <laughs> and they begin loading into the car. But Merle notices another approaching potential threat, I guess we'll say. <laughs> Something closer even than the gnomes. An unmistakably large pickup truck floating above the horizon, kicking up a trail of dust that he knows oh so well. Oh, a P- PT Cruiser. My apologies. Oh my gosh. A PT Cruiser. <laughs> yes. On the distance, floating above the horizon, kicking up a trail of dust that he knows oh too well. And as if, as if to further belabor the point, <laughs> they hear a megaphone. Merle! In the car, everyone. In the car. In the car, says Merle. Come out and play! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's her same megaphone from the tourney days. I remember, it was the most annoying thing. She'd go, finish your turn, finish your turn, all on the megaphone. Somehow it was still tournament allowed. Honey, please, let's just, let's go. I don't- You're right, you're right. Uh, but do you think you can look in the bottom of my bag as we drive? Oh, Merle, you didn't. You know I don't go anywhere without my deck. <sighs> okay. And he reaches. It might come, I don't want it to come to that, but if it does come to that, I will be ready. He reaches tentatively in, like Uncle Vanya, checking his desk for the gun, and pulls out a deck of perfectly wrapped and cased cards wrapped in two turquoise rubber bands. <laughs> There's no sleeves and nothing. These cards have been loved to the point where they are white around the edges. Oh yeah, they've been they've been brutalized. He was never like like he never sold a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Not one. <laughs> Not a single one. <sighs> and Merle glances over at Sung at at Sung Hee holding the deck gingerly, but Merle looks away again. He doesn't want to awaken old memories, the old passion, the old drive, the old, the old will for blood that he once had as a duelist. It's too young is like, I don't get it. It's just, I mean, wh- why, why is everyone so quiet? Um, why don't we, why don't we play a, a, a road trip game, says Merle, trying to shake off the, the traumas of the past. A road trip game. <laughs> what, what kind of game do you guys want to play? I want to play I Spy. I'll begin. All right, begin. Go for it, Xavier. I spy with my little eye. And you better not say P.T. Cruiser. (laughs) Something whispering, ephemeral, barely known. Something quiet as a whisper, but loud as a hurricane. Something that flows through all of us, but is felt most strongly in its... No, no, I'm spying something else. I'm, 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 I'm spying, I'm spying... I'm spy- and then um, Sue Young turns to look out the window that um, Xavier's looking out, and she's just like, gnomes, it's gnomes. 
and Sung Hee is like, damn it. <laughs> and um, further back, um, Bermuda Bahama, come on, take me mama, looks behind her shoulder at the buzzing to see the wave of gnomes. <laughs> and she shifts gears and starts speeding up. Both are racing to get to the small station wagon the sweatshop family is in as they are hurtling <laughs> at hundreds of miles an hour, floating above the road toward the destination they can see in the distant desert ahead of them. The unmistakable sign of Mega Block Land. Yes, Gary, Indiana has largely been wiped of all uh, of all flora and fauna after the Lego Wars. <laughs> Only Mega Block Land stands proud and strong, a fortress, a bulwark, and a great day trip. <laughs> Only forty nine ninety nine. Just kidding. There's no currency. It also serves as the um, Dutch like. Um, embassy political <laughs> asylum and and embassy yes exactly as the <laughs> yeah. dutch embassy in the united states the consulate in the distance sees the wave of gnomes approaching and takes out this gigantic spliff <laughs> lights up they're not worried as tiny little yellow eyes across the desert begin to illuminate and lawn flamingos begin to stand to their full height across the desert. Their general flaps its wings and begins to march ahead of the front line. There may come a time when the strength of brains fails, but it is not this day. Was that Idris Elba? Uh, Pacific Rim? Was that what that was? No, this is Lord of the Rings. Oh, he's Lord of the Rings. Okay, fine. Let's do a little Idris Elba. We are canceling the the apocalypse. That's what it is. That's what it is. Oh my goodness. You're right. You're right. And then they're very creaky. That's what that sound was. They're very creaky. It's a, it's a creaky veteran bird. We are canceling the apocalypse. Okay. Yeah, actually, it's better if it sounds like Idris Elba. All right. They're coming. Now let's show them. It's a, it's a lawn flamingo with, and we are canceling the apocalypse. <laughs> All right. Um, and so Merle Sweatshop stays very still, holding an aesthetic wheel that is actually not doing any of the driving because it's an automated car, and stands very still as a wave of flamingos on both sides rises up to meet the gnomes as they begin to crash down. This is the most um, expensive scene in the motion picture and one that we had to really <laughs> petition Viacom for. But this is actually how we landed Michael Bay as director, is when we promised him yeah. this sequence. Yeah. And let me tell you, it is it is something to behold. A 15 minute long battle sequence. <laughs> I mean, if you can imagine the Gnomes se- and lawn flamingos head to head, smashing into one another. It's Pacific Rim. It's the siege at Helm's Deep. It's it's everything you've hoped for. Um there are a lot of moments in this fight that belie context we don't have. Um, one of the flamingos goes, never thought, thought I would die side by side with a matte painted flamingo. And the other one goes, well, what about side by side with a friend? I love it, I love it. It's worth noting also that Michael Bay got to um, cameo as Pablo earlier on in the film. Oh yeah, yeah, Michael Bay was Pablo in the movie. Um, but, um, but, but, 
we did get to cast Megan Fox's Cynthia Puffenberger, so we got to put That's her true. in old person makeup and a combat suit. We were, we were pretty proud of that get. Um, yeah, actually, she may be she may be sixty by the time this film gets made. The battle is so ferocious that Sung Hee goes, I'm I'm sorry, but we need to take manual control. We have to turn off the autopilot. Everybody put on your seatbelts, says Merle. Click, 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 click. And suddenly, um, Sung Hee turns the autopilot off and little, little systems emerge at every seat. And somehow even, and 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 um, somehow Su Young, who is actually quietly living for this, is like controlling a set of knobs and switches. Um, and so is Merle, and so is Sung Hee. And they're all, they're all piloting it together. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, Xavier is still sort of looking out the window like, <sighs> Pablo. There's such beauty in death. There's such beauty in war and destruction. I understand why the great writers of our histories wrote about violence, wrote about death, destruction, dismemberment, and trauma. I'm glad that in my lifetime, I get to see such for it will inform everything I do from now on. He's a New York Times best-selling author in 20 years. <laughs> I will write about the great gnome flamingo wars forever. And, and like his debut novel, Pink and Red. Love it, love it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're all controlling it. It's ducking and weaving. It's swerving. It's it's the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it's it's the Serenity. It's it's a sports utility vehicle with jets and all sorts of odds and ends careening through uh, flamingos and um, <laughs> and gnomes. But the Millennium Falcon and the fi- and and the, and Serenity would be nothing without uh, without a, a chaser, without a, a tail on its heel. And just like those great vehicles, there's a tail on this station wagon's heel as well. Mm -hmm. A floating, flying PT cruiser with a megaphone duct taped to the top. Bermuda is relentless and completely possessed. The, The whole thing is manual. That's how she's designed it. And she's doing barrel rolls and... And ducking and weaving, and like under her breath, she goes, Five years, five years. And she flashes back to that fateful card draw and feeling herself torn into the Stygian darkness. We see, we see Merle's face in the darkness going, And I draw pot of greed. And I draw pot of greed. And I draw pot of greed. And I play. All three pots of greed to draw more cards. And the audio is getting more and more warped. She's just (laughs) being pulled in. Her entire extended family is watching. They're like go Bermuda flags wilting as as, as what once were smiles um, turn into these looks of horror. And she's Mm. dragged deeper and deeper. Mm. And now we're just looking at the fire in her eyes as uh, flamingos and um, garden gnomes alike uh, bounce and scuff off her PT cruiser. One of them breaks through the windshield and she catches it. The gnome's hat stabbing through her palm, but she doesn't even <laughs> blink. She just tears it off with her free hand and then she throws it like a football. It hurdles. Oh, she, she, <laughs> she pulls it out of her hand and she affixes a small letter that she's written and then she throws it like a football back through the hole in her windshield. Oh! 
sending it <laughs> sending it careening over the wave of flamingos and gnomes and through the back windshield of the station wagon of the sweatshop family station wagon ahead of her. Papa, Papa, uh, it, I have been pierced, Papa. <laughs> holy, holy guacam! Oh, what was that? I have been. Xavier, are you okay? Xavier, I have been hit by an object. I fear. Are you? Your head. I your fear head. the I, life. I, so young. Check on your brother. Is leaving my body. He, 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 his fingers bleeding. I don't know if I will go on much longer. It's 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 literally his pointer finger hit. I, the nail's a little broken. Xavier, Xavier, I swear to God, if it's another paper cut. I oh a letter. <laughs> and then he takes it off. Uh, a letter. Okay. Uh, can you read it out loud, Xavier? This might be important. Oh, my goodness. I, before I begin, I must say, this is excellent penmanship. <laughs> this is, this is a fine cursive. I, uh, I have no doubt that were our circumstances different, we would be friends. Let me, there is only one way in which you and your family and the life you have constructed survives this theft. Only one way that I do not tear everything that you ever loved from you. Merle and Sung-hee look at each other nervously, and then Xavier continues. And that is if my cards are returned to me in the pristine condition in which they were so horrifically snatched, their casings included. If so much as one tear, one drop befalls (laughs) them, their MSRP will plummet. I was about to, um get them insured, and they were insured for a currency so strong it could bring back capitalism with its raw might. And I will tell you, I have aligned myself with a local entrepreneur, Mr. Beloved, who not only promises to bring me back what's mine, but to undo all this, all this cultural Marxism that has befallen this beloved country. This is a very long letter. I, uh, you ate the cards. We're, we're absolutely boned. This is quite the boondoggle you've put us in, sister of mine. But Merle, with a solemn breath, looks across at his beautiful husband, and he nods down to the deck of cards in Sunghee's lap. And Sunghee says, I, I can't bear to admit it. I, I don't know if I can form the words, but I just know that it's it's time to do, to do, to 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 duel. And as if speaking a word of command, the flamingos, the gnomes, and both the PT Cruiser and the station wagon come to immediate halt so hard that where gravity and uh, inertia actually in effect, everybody would be turned into toothpaste. But instead, time is frozen. Everything stops. The sky is illuminated in red and pink, and the dim shadow of the sunset falls over everything. Merle, sweatshop, crawls out of the window of his station wagon and stands on top, holding a rubber band bound Yu-Gi-Oh deck in one hand and pointing at the PT Cruiser across from him with the other. Everyone in the Dutch consulate has gathered at the border walls to watch. The, The entire population of Gary, Indiana has created a massive tailgate party below them. 
and someone has already set up the special dueling projectors. <laughs> Bermuda grins as she pulls a deck from her pouch. This one perfectly sleeved, triple sleeved, and she's got one of those arm holsters and everything. She, she's been waiting for this moment. She's been dreaming. She's been thinking of this moment every day for five long years in the darkness. Yeah, and she like screams that. She says, five years is a long, long time, Merle. And Merle says, I didn't want to make this awkward, but it was probably much longer. I didn't have children when we last dueled, and they're both 18 now. So what you thought was five years was actually, and and I did attend several funerals of your extended family, by the way. I was invited and I attended. It felt like the right thing to do. And you did lose a lot of people while you were down there. And I can't, I can't bring that back. And I can't bring your God cards back either. And I can't undo how incredibly permanently I have ruined your life. And that I used the ruination of your life as the foundation with which to build my loving family and everything that I have now. In, in fact, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, all signs point to uh, you being pretty justified in this mission of vengeance, but it can give you the one thing you have wanted these five, but probably actually 20 or so years. I place a card face down <laughs> and um, <laughs> Xavier uh, leans out the window, just trying to process the uh, the arcane, <laughs> the arcane rules. The arcane mysteries that is Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> of this, this strange sport, this sport that has outlasted every other sport. I am, I, I, I'm, I really can't follow. I'm sorry, I can't follow. This seems like it's going to take a very long time. I'm just, <laughs> I know the tension has been building up to this the entire time. I'm just, I'm just going to take out my little pocket Anthony Trollop. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just, like if someone wants to tell me what's going on, that's great. But if not, I'm I'm actually going to take a cue from my sister and read. Um, but the sister's actually wrapped. Like she knows precisely what's going on. <laughs> Bermuda crawls out onto the top of her PT cruiser, slots her deck into her arm holster, and then draws her hand, ready for a game. But Merle has other plans in mind. <laughs> After laying three cards face down, he says... I end my turn. What? Oh my god. This is a trap. This is obviously a trap. I um and she like she takes out her um her millennium puzzle <laughs> wrapped around her neck and she's like, is this thing on? Come on. I need some advice here. She's tapping it repeatedly. Yami Yugi can't help you now. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. I've been waiting for this. I knew this was coming. I am going to play fiendish imp and impish fiend and impy fiendy fiendy imp and I sacrifice all of them for blue eyes white dragon. Suddenly the sky is illuminated in a pale white blue glow as the projector from the Dutch consulate has finally kicked in and the massive dragon begins to descend from the heavens. But Merle looks unperturbed. Merle looks like he's playing a completely different game. He smiles. And he turns the first card. And it's an Uno reverse. <laughs> and the dragon, <laughs> while, while Bermuda screams, turns around 
to face her and she goes no no it can't be and he flips the second card and it's draw 10 it's it's a wild draw for yeah. and she's she's this this is not possible we were never playing the same game you were playing one card game and i was playing all of them. And he flips the other card and it's an avatar of might from Magic the Gathering. And then he reveals a hand full of Charizards. <laughs> a full collection of five Charizards in his hand. Um, Sung-hee, um, Sung-hee kisses, um, leans out of the car just to, um, just to, just to kiss Merle on the cheek. And he's like, do it for us, honey. Do it for the family. All right, everybody. Attack! And in a single unified beam, they fire. They fire on Bermuda Bahama. Come on, baby mama. TV Hope. And she falls from her PT cruiser. And Merle goes, no, not this time. And, uh, and Sung-hee knows exactly what he's thinking and tosses him a grappling hook. And he grapples out from the station wagon, jumps to the PT cruiser and lowers himself, diving like a professional diver. <laughs> after the falling Bermuda. And he reaches out to her with one extended hand and a Yu-Gi-Oh card in it. But Bermuda's unconscious. She can't reach back. And so he flicks it out of the edge of his finger. And we see only for a millisecond as it hits her forehead. Monster revive. (laughs) And suddenly, right as Bermuda hits the ground, she stopped. She's conscious. She's filled with a glowing light and she's brought back from the edge. She, she blinks and she looks at the card on her head. She looks at herself and, and she realizes on the, uh, on the arid desert floor what's going on. And she looks at Merle and she says, after all these years, after all I've done. After everything, I would still use my revive on a friend. We're friends. Bermuda, Bahama, take me home, Mama. You were the only person who could ever challenge me in a game of cards. Of course, we're friends. Without you, I wouldn't have my family. Without you, I dare say that my family would be missing one. (laughs) And so I, I offer this to you. Perhaps it's a small respite for the 20 years you lost. Perhaps I can say, welcome home, welcome back, and would you like to go to Megablock land with us? I'd love to. And she starts crying tears welling up. I'd love to go to Megablock land. And Merle drops off of the grappling hook to land on the ground beside her. The whole entourage of gnomes and flamingos staring down at them with a Dutch consulate and the the tailgate parties encircling them all begin to weep. The gnome general, who was the gnome outside their house, hands the flamingo his Civil War sword. <laughs> and Idris Elba's voice comes in and says, I guess we're canceling the canceled apocalypse. The apocalypse is back. Or, or, it's, or it's canceled. We're canceling the... You get what I'm saying. And Sung, he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm completely with you. I've also lost track. And Xavier's like, I've been reading this whole time. Could someone just, just give me the broad strokes? I'm, 
I'm very lost. And uh, and Su Young Su Young comes up to Bermuda Bahama. Come on, take me, Mama, and says, um, "Hey, I'm I'm sorry about the the God cards or or, or whatever. Um, I'll be like your your Yu Gi Oh protege if you want, if that's cool." And uh, and and Merle looks down at her and back up at Bermuda and says, "I think that's a good idea." And he hands his deck down to Su Young. And arm in arm, the family, uh, all found, but some old, some new, walk into Megablox land. And the sky is filled once more with retreating gnomes. And landing flamingos. And the Dutch consulate claps. Yeah, that was some good shit. Oh my God. Can you believe they improvised that in a little over an hour? Holy shit. Oh, that was good. Oh, do it again. Do it again. Yes. (laughs) Thank you everybody for being along for this insane, but wonderful, incredible, ride uh gabriel as our guest for the day um i'm so glad that you could come gabriel i'm so glad that you could share your your references your voices your characters and your wonderful names with us softy it feels like i've been in a delightful fugue state for the last so and so and that's just about the best podcast experience i've ever had you are a true a, a true virtuoso story jazz musician for dealing with this out of tune piano as it <laughs> clanked and clambered its way to the finish line not at all i loved it i loved every part um buy story jazz a coffee there we go buy us a coffee please be safe Support any artist in your life, honestly, quite frankly. If you're thinking about spending a $15 movie ticket to see a big thing, maybe ask your friend if they've got a print in their shop right now, because I can tell you, after the year and a half they've had, they could, they could use it. Just check in, on, check in on those friends who are trying to make it. They're, they're working really hard. They're so tired.